Vince Gino going to back it all with Cactus Jack here on Saturday night. In a moment, we're going to get up to the ring and see Vader. You saw him recently in Germany. The fans there know a lot of them here in this country, but Cactus Jack, uh, you did it the hard way, so to speak. i got to take my cap off to Vader. Vader, it seems like you've made it your life's mission to go about destroying Cactus Jack's face. Well, you're too late. You're about 10 years too late because someone beat you to the task. But the word I get, Mean Gene, was it wasn't Cactus Jack as he walked back with his hand clutching what used to be his ear. Showing fear, no, it was Vader. Because he knew that somewhere, someplace, sometime, he'd have to pay the price. And Vader, my friend, you will. But right now, it's time for the master Vader. And the spring stampede, let me point out, this is going to be a Chicago street fight. You and Max Payne meeting the WWE team title holders. I understand the rule book has been thrown out the window and falls. The rules I'm sticking to, and that's Cactus Jack's rules to hurt Cactus Jack first. And nasty boys, it was you, Clintrys. No day at the park. But Max Payne will now the time in Chicago where you pay tenfold for all your will because rules don't count and falls from anywhere. <laughs> Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. What this network needs, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live, live from Shaolin, Staten Island, New York City. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. It's the Turnbuckle Thrustling and that pain on Ram Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. like that huh how about that how about that what the fuck i got you hold on a minute yo hello hello hold on hello turn your mic on is your mic on it is now oh it is now Oh boy! Hey, listen, it's we got we got technological problems and then we got common sense problems. Yeah, well, common sense ones. At least we got a lot of fucking problems. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, episode four hundred and eight of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. It is uh, June the fourth, two thousand and twenty-one. I am Phil. And I am Jay. And the chat room is fucking livid up already. Hold on a second. Wow. Whoa. 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 We got a lot of chatting going on already. Hold on. Let's say hello to. Uh, 
Miss Shaylin from the Shaolin Land. Fuck you! Anybody seen Richie? Say hello to Cousin Rich. Anybody see Richie? Richie! Anybody see Richie? Oh, shit, Mario checking in. So Mario says, as the elder statesman with long hair, I approve of Samurai Cop. Now we are talking. Thank right. you. Matt Squires, Yahoo, dance off, pants off. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yeah. Frisco, as uh, yeah. as Richie would say, as uh, anybody was. Yeah, there was um, what is it? Hold on, I'll do. Uh, you know, I should just I should make this fucking clip, of um of what's his face? Hold on, you'll see. You'll My uh, who was that? Rip Torn. Is it Rip? I don't know if it, is that his name. It's it Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. Right. It's like he goes. He goes like this. He goes. Hello, Frisco. Yeah. Hold on a minute. It's, 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 that's a little loud. That's a little loud. Hello, Frisco. All right, much better. Much better. Um, yeah, so apparently <laughs> your face your face still looks over here, but man. So I was just getting home from food shopping. Jay's in his car because he's parked in my spot, right? So I go over there. I knock, come back upstairs. I'm unloading the groceries. He goes, I've been saying this from here that you're dating and it looks good. You know what I'm saying? So um, whose house? Run's house. Oh, yeah. Whose house? Whose house? Oh, no, this is not Run DMC, guys. It's Run TMC. This is Run TMC. Two of my favorite players of all time, Chris Mullen and Mitch Richmond. If you guys know your history, they were the highest scoring uh, trio in basketball for like at least two seasons. That was Donnie Ball. If you remember Donnie, Donnie Nelson. Um, what's up, Aaron? Uh, let's say hello to... Uh, oh, Mr. Rob Domingo. Like, hey, there he is. I was going to say Rob Domingo was doing flips and shit. Doing flips and shit! So, um, yeah, it's Run TMC. Uh, stands for uh, Tim Hardaway, yeah. Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen from Brooklyn, New York City. Went to St. John's High is School. Is he really from New York? He's from Flatbush oh, Avenue. Oh, shit. Yep. You know, I was, I was one, of the, one of my favorite players growing up. I wore his uh, Olympic jersey in high school. I only knew him uh, from the Pacers, as it was. So I, I, I don't remember his uh, earlier... I, I think w didn't he do time on the Suns after that? I, that's where my basketball fandom kind of. He ends. went from Golden State to Indiana. Indiana. Um, see, but then what happened? What happened was in the middle of all this in their in their in their uh, in their high in their heyday, Mitch was traded to Sacramento. Yes. That's why I started rooting for the Kings, even though I'm a Knicks fan. But I was rooting for Sacramento Kings. That's why we all the Kings get because of Mitch. Mitch might. Yeah. But it's him, Patrick Ewing, and Chris Mullen right there, right up there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I was a kid, when I was 12 years old, he was St. John's was a powerhouse. The Big East was making moves. They had Georgetown. They had Pat. Pat was in Georgetown. Yeah. They had Villanova was a fucking, was a, was a squad and a half. You know what I'm saying? So it was a, a good time to be a basketball fan. But, but in those three seasons that in Golden State, they fucking le they led the they led the world and everything, man. Yeah. And it was so I, good. Listen, um, listen, I and this is you know I guess we, now we're not going too off topic, but Who I we I, want I seen I seen this LeBron thing the last few games. Oh, he, he Dude, choked last night, what huh? What the fuck, LeBron? Yeah. Get off your divish. And it's funny, I got a buddy of mine, Jeremy, who used to work with. He's a huge, unabashedly. Has no problem being a LeBron. Everything he does, LeBron, right. LeBron can kill a puppy in the middle of the fucking uh, <laughs> Staples Center, and he would conf and he would defend it. Uh, I'm sorry, but there's no defending that. Like you don't. That's unsportsmanlike. Yeah. 
and and in any shape or form. Uh, and to me, that's that's being a diva. I've never liked the LeBron. He's super, unbelievably talented. I, I like LeBron. I don't like the veteran LeBron. I think he's just oh, like that is because he's a fucking douchebag on the court, and he can't stay healthy anymore. And I was telling, was I telling Tony C? But I was telling Tony C, and probably I was telling. We talked Booker on the Suns. You win. You you win with Humble. pride. Yeah, that's it. And you know, I mean. I know there's stuff with with Jordan where he 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 walked off the court and 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 uh, the stuff with uh, Isaiah Thomas back in the day when it was uh, was it against the it might have been against the Lakers I forget but no it was against the 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 Bulls I'm sorry it was against the Bulls in the Eastern Conference fi- Finals so I I understand that shit happens but I I don't know it's, to me sport sportsman you know sportsmanship is is is, is huge respect for the game is huge and and i i yeah. just look at that i'm not even talking about his off the court stuff because that, that's a whole other conversation in my eyes with him but he uh you know the stuff that's on the court dude like you, you you're watching your team play you're supposed to be anyway you go from team to team and you're you're and that, listen, everybody wants to be the best everybody wants to win the championship i get that but there's something about if he would have stayed on on the Cavs from from Jump Street, I I, I don't understand. You know what I mean? It, it's t- not that way anymore. And he came back and won with them. Yeah, which was a nice story. And the reason why I mentioned his off the court stuff. What's up, you mooks? Big Tone says, and he's, and then he d- yeah, Mario. He does have to do Space Jam too. Uh, oh, I don't press. even. I don't even. I'm want I'm, ex- I'm excited for it. I love Space Jam. Nope. So um, the the thing is, the reason why I mentioned this off the court thing is, you can't be the most popular person in the world. An asshole. Loved it. And everybody meant proper dude. Work like that. No, work like that. The idea of you know your tower. You know what I mean. You're sitting in your. I I your no, high I, pedestal. I, I, right, but you but you can't do you can't. I'm sorry. In my eyes, you oh, can't, I, you have kids. and that's more important. And and and, and that's what I, like I said to me. You know, there, there's other stuff. With, with with the off the court that I I just I just don't you know we talked about this on a rant we talked about this on a bunch of shows the last couple of years you know I'm I'm gonna be 47 in two months matter of fact I'll be 47 in two months from today um and the NBA that I grew up with is a lot different from the NBA now and uh, you know I love the socially conscious player. That is on and off the court. I love that because yeah. you know what? It gives these kids an example. That's where I'm. Re- that's where I'm concerned. If I, if my kid's gonna emulate an athlete, I want him to emulate the entire person. I want him to be if he's if he's socially conscious. If he's a good if he's a good human. He's good to animals. He's not a jerk off. It doesn't matter what po- political party he's with. Yeah, but it's, it's, if he's if he's a good person, in and out, and he's good on the court or on the field or whatever athlete it is, then you're fine. But there's this stigma about certain guys, you know, like people told me all the time, well, Latrell Sprewell is a great guy. Yeah, but you can't be choking your fucking coach on the court. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dennis Rodman's a great guy. Yeah, but Dennis Rodman dresses in drag and he admits to being a fucking crazy maniac. And yeah. he is. And I love Dennis. But Dennis and, and Charles Barkley, who I hate as a commentator, but I love them on the court, told everybody, I am not a role model. I'm an asshole. Yeah. Hey, listen, I hate Charles Barkley. I dislike Charles Barkley, but he's right. He's 100% right. Don't root for me off the court. I'm not a role model. Yeah. And it became a commercial. 
But I, I, you know? I mean, you could say the same thing too about Jordan, where he was thrusted into into that role model spotlight, and well, maybe arguably, you know, certain things that he was uh, a part of, maybe he wasn't uh, like that. You know, it wasn't perceived that way. Gambling and 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 like you said, all this stuff, but. The overall character of Michael Jordan was uh, a role model. The, the 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 athlete was the role model. I think I I think you even go a step further. I think he was, but he was never he never wanted to be that guy. He never wanted to be it. No, but but he, but, but, but the, the game changed because he took of him. It in. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, like so. Listen, if you're that good and the rules change because of you, this happened to Gretzky too. Yeah. Gretzky was the unofficial ambassador of an entire country, <laughs> and when Pocklington traded him to the Kings, it was like they it was like the world ended. Yeah. Canadians wanted to kill him. Yep. They threatened him, his wife. They torched his house. Yeah. He w- they were never the same. The, the, the Oilers didn't win a cup without Gretzky the next year. But it's like when the game changes because of you and you're a good person off the, off the court, off the ice, off the field, like I feel like, especially if my son was in, into sports, if he's going to root for somebody like that and they're good people off the off. off 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 sports, then I'm like I'm with that man. Yeah, I'm not saying they have to do that. They just should. They should do it. Yeah. I'm not. I don't want to hold anybody accountable. But the thing is with LeBron and, and wrestling and wrestling and wrestling's like that too. Like we we always talk about guys like Benoit and we we know we know guys who weren't very nice people in, in real life. And I'll talk about Grizzly Smith tonight too because I yeah. watched that was fucking. I was horrified. I almost yep. didn't finish my breakfast. Yeah. But um, people who we glorify, athletes, mu- musicians. Uh, you know, actors, actresses, like we, 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 you know, we put these people on pedestals, but yet they're not nice people, off screen and off field and off ice, all, and all the time. off stage, right? They're not, and some of them aren't good all the time. Yeah, and it's like, okay, like don't tell me, well, you know, I loved, we love Motorhead, right? Yeah. I'm not a role model. Yep. World War Two, German Nazi fucking paraphernalia, but he's our fucking, he's our metal guy. It's like. I under the NBA put they cold dog satellite. Last week it was we were talking about China. Now we're talking about LeBron. Yeah, it's th- nah, it's not about LeBron. Per no, se. but uh, but you but you're you see right. my point, right? No, Jay, you're, like, you're you 100 percent right. Here's here's where parent, you know, and, and I'm newly to this. Um, the parents' job to roll the bullshit, all this stuff that's happening. Like you said, we're in a new age now. Like, could you imagine? Like, I, it's it's probably almost for the better that Jordan didn't have Twitter or didn't have Instagram. Reggie Miller, like, think about Reggie Miller, like how much shit he talked on the Charles court. Barkley, Larry Bird was a shit talker. Think about all the shit that went down. I like, it's almost it's almost for the better that they didn't have this stuff. So, it's I, I'm trying to I'm trying to walk through the landmines here. It's the idea of do as I say, not as I do. If does that make sense? You know, yeah. and, and and I've never gotten along with that. And when I look at LeBron, that's what I see. And I I I'm instantly just inst- I instantly just change the channel because I just go, okay, you're a fraud. That's how I look at him. I look at him as somebody. What if he's playing on your team? I, I don't care. I I don't want the drama. 
I don't want to. favorite sport? Football. All right. You're a giant. If, if somebody was like that, I'll give you a good example. What if there was a um, Ocho Cinco on yeah. the Giants or a Deion Sanders or a, uh, you know, any of those guys? Well, Deion's well, Dion's funny because he's my favorite. Probably my favorite athlete. Well, he's the be- <laughs> he's, he was the best shutdown. He was the, he was the best shutdown corner in in football. Period. Yeah. Period. Nobody better than he him. He was just and he personified cool too. He, well. Yeah. He's, he had a, he had another he had an alter ego. But but he's another he's a great example. He's another one where he was somebody that wasn't exactly a you know a, a, and you know squeaky clean guy. You know, he mm, partied. He partied, but he wasn't. He wasn't. I mean, you know, he's not. He's not Andre Ryzen. He's he not beating a, bitches he, on the side. Yeah, but he, he wasn't having his mansions burnt down either. <laughs> I mean, you want to go that route? I just. But in wrestling too, it's it's you know, and everybody's like, well, you know, John Cena is a fucking Boy Scout. And this is, and and it goes back to what we were saying last week about the yeah. the, the Cena thing. And this is kind of like a good, like probably a good segue, segue a good segue into it because it is like John Cena and 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 it. You know, I want to echo what we said last week. Like, I, you know, I think it's just an employer telling an employer for whatever reason, unquote, patriots or whatever, um, chill or whatever. Like, no, like he's doing what is that? He learned Mandarin. I, and I'm sure Vince or whoever says, like, yo, John, I think it's a really good idea. You know, we're going to try to break it to China here. Um, You know, it's cool when guys do that. I'll give you a good example, too, of athletes who go out of their way. Um, You know, I'm a big baseball fan. Rusty Staub. Are you familiar with Rusty Staub? LeGrand Orange? Yeah, I about to say. That name okay. sounds, yeah. Well, in the tail end of his career, he was a Met. But before that, he was a Houston Astro. He was one of the original Houston Astros. Houston called 45s. And then when the Expos came in, he was dealt to the Expos. Yeah. He was dealt to the ex- Expos, a new team. Tell Senior Jay to let me in. Oh, Ham is here. Oh, I'll let him in. There he is. Tell Senior Jay to let him in. He's at the door. Yeah, he's at the door. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it. Um. So... Yes, I know you're here. He's putting Bray Wyatt pictures on my phone now. So, so, so Rusty Staub got traded to this brand new fucking team, right? They didn't even have a ballpark. They played in some fucking. They played in a in a kids' field, right? Jerry Park, right? They he language, dude. You and I, you and I, you and I you're go right. to you and I go to another country, and we have to live there, work there, whatever. Even if I'm there for more than a week. I got to learn phrases. I got to learn the language. I was going to Japan before they, they closed the world down. Yep. I was downloading the app, taking fucking Jap phrases. Because I, I, I had to learn. I had to learn Japanese phrases. Yep. Because I'm not going to... What if what if I'm not with Rob and we get split? Because Rob speaks like, you know, he's on level one of five. Yeah. Of Japanese, right? But what if I lose level one? Yeah. Right? Well, that's... That, and you got to learn. You got to learn. But, uh, you know... It's but, initiative. But these athletes don't have to... But morally, I feel like they should, if that makes any sense to you. I, 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 I agree, but you sh- there's also it's, – it's such it's – so, it's so fragile because of the, 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 the athlete's word means so much as compared to, let's just say hypothetically, uh, the medical field or – political field or or anybody influential like the athlete like for some reason and musicians as well pro wrestlers as well like their their words people will look at them and take their word more so than than a journalist which and that is kind of in my opinion 
what's wrong. Because that's, and once again, this isn't a left-right thing. This is just what's happening is things are getting misconstrued and, 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 and information is being tossed to the side. And I'm not saying agendas, but for lack of a better word, something is just happening. And their words are being taken as gospel. And to me, I don't like that because I hate to say it like, this is like one of those things when like years ago where, you know, they told the Dixie Chicks, chicks to shut up and sing. Like, I just want to look at LeBron and go, shut the fuck up and dribble the basketball. Right, because you're because you're because you're thirty something, Jay. You're not thirteen year old yes. Jay who's buying the sneakers, who's buying the jerseys, who's waiting for Space Jam to come out. Yeah. Right. So and but but, but you're but not buying and with standing with Roman Reigns and and John. You're not buying the scenic gimmicks. But you're, you're using you're using your power for your own advancement. Correct. You're not. You're not. You're not genuine. You're, I, I that's what possibly I, he, he can be genuine, but I'm thinking he's it, it's something is is amiss. I'm so I, so it was, no Matt. I didn't WWE released my internet connection too. No no no. <laughs> it wasn't. It's not the internet, brother. It's this piece of shit computer that's old, and I and I rebuilt it, and I don't have another computer. To Johnny Ace just texted uh Phil. Hey 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 Phil. Your computer's fucking whack, and I'm cutting your internet. <laughs> they just jacked my internet, by the way, $15. I had this whole thing locked in for a year, so now I'm paying like almost 90 bucks for fucking internet now. I hate yeah. that. Like, we, uh, we downgraded in the, in the cop uh, Magal household. We downgraded. We're just internet. So that's when, when, that's you, was, when you were saying about the Fubo TV. I bought Fubo TV because I wanted sports. Yeah. And I have everything except for the Turner Network channels. Yeah. I have USA. I have... I have all the wrestling shows except for that. I have Vice. I have uh, MLW now. I have all, you know. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, I'm, Ham is here. Hammer, Hammer paid us a visit. I'm Hammer so glad he paid me a visit because it's so ironic that he paid me a visit. I went and bought him soda today <laughs> and a spare key. Ah. Um, that's ironic uh, that he wanted to come over. He gave me the, the fiend. Yeah, he gave you the icky. <laughs> He gave you the Iggy. <laughs> Aren't you fucking warm that thing down, dude? It's seventy-five. It's eighty degrees outside. So, but so yeah. So I, I mean, to me, you know, it's and it's the same thing with with, with wrestlers. Like I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm from that school of I just I don't care where you politically line. To me, your words are heavier than weapons sometimes and i and you can be you, your powers can be used for evil as more compared to being for good like yeah. i said i i if you're going to do the whole thing and be a and be a role model off the court you got to do it on the court absolutely you have to you have to that has to you know don't sell me don't 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 do triple doubles all the time and then and then you know well. but you know, and, and, be and, that's and, and be a dick on the court. That's what's hilarious too. Like the other night, like they lost by like thirty something points, and LeBron left the game early, like five minutes early, and like he he had he had what eighteen points, five assists, and like six rebounds. It's like, well, LeBron, like you're not the only one on the fucking team. It's true. You know, like you're saying that we got our ass kicked, but like if you would have played, you know what I mean? Like you can't. You can't be, when you win, you're the best, and when you lose, it's everybody else's fault. And to all I the, hate that. And to all the non-Nick fans out there, can I just I just want to just oh, yeah. I just want to just tell all you Nick fans, and, and especially my friend Kerry, who's a lifelong Nets fan. I can I can I have proof. She rooted for them when they were in Jersey. 
Um, for all you fucking non-Nick fans, the fact that the fourth seed didn't beat the fifth seed it's just a, a fact that we, we were there. We're not suppo- we weren't supposed to be there. Yeah. So the expectations were low as is. Um, if they if they're smart, they'll keep this defense squad in there. They'll they'll maybe sign a, a premier player. I don't know, but this is the best time of the year. That's not October. You know, because October you have football, and you have the baseball playoffs, and you have the beginning of hockey and basketball. Yeah. But in the spring you have the uh, hockey playoffs, which have been amazing, by the way. If you're a, if even if you're not if you're a casual hockey fan, it's been ridiculous. Yeah. And even basketball is actually good this year. So like we got a lot of got a lot of sports. So, but we also have a lot of wrestling. Yeah, a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling today. So, do oh shit. They got A and E. Great. I'm gonna watch the Foley thing. They don't have on there to be give me the football. Um. So there's nothing. I believe Matt said you could be an influencer without being political or taking sides. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I so hard. Um, Knicks are on the right track. He ain't there yet. No yeah. shit. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, yeah, but nothing I didn't know. But Jay's a big Foley mark, so I'm sure he'll enjoy it when he sees it. Cause you know, and he's just a nice person. I I I, I, I think he is. Uh, and I when I met him, I met him twice, and he's he was nothing but. So it's, and I see distance. I don't know. Um, you know. It's probably some sort of a signing or whatever. I did get to meet Lillian Garcia, but my mom, who is so fucking quick, smart, quick like thinking, just goes, "Hey, can my son? Can, can you meet him really quick?" So like, Lillian's like, you know, I was looking at, I was starstruck at Lillian. She's gorgeous too. Let alone, is she a hot girl? All all the way live. All the way live. So, and then my mom, you know, was like trying to say that, and then she, you know, all of a sudden, she goes to fold. Uh, but my friend and signed uh the. T- he was on TV Guide years ago. Lillian Garcia, she was taking stuff and the rock stuff and counselor. Yeah, he does the stuff with Rain. Um, so you know, Jake the Snake is that a- he booked for the WCW, NWA, whatever. He booked. He got his people involved. I knew Sam Houston was married to Baby Doll. Yes. I didn't know he was an alcoholic. He was locked up for it. That I didn't realize. He either. was locked up for it. I didn't know that Rock and Robin. Got a visit from him from Gr- Gr- Grizzly Smith years later after she was in the business. He shows up to her house with a nine-year-old, huh. with a f- and and wanted to give her a daiquiri, daiquiris. Yeah. And I was like, she said no. And then he went to take her. He's gonna stay here. You're leaving. Yeah. So like I was, I ordered. Bre- I did the wrong thing this morning. I I woke up and was lazy. I ordered breakfast. Breakfast gets delivered. I sit down on the couch. I put it on. Dude, dude, it took me an hour to eat the sandwich. I was so fucking horrified yeah. by this guy, and nothing gets to me, dude. I've seen on the, uh, even in EMS. I, you know, like I said, I grew up in a broken home, but even in EMS, I've seen everything. I've seen spousal, child, elderly abuse. I've seen rape. I've seen people hang- hung. I've seen gunshots. Everything, right? I don't know if there's an, an, a more of a scumbag than this guy Grizzly Smith. Yeah. What a fucking scumbag. Yeah. I was like, he all he did was he ba- he molested children. Yeah. He molested his own children. He molested yeah. Rock and Robin. Yep. He molested, and he would just he would molest kids all the time. And he, um, and it's funny. I haven't really seen Beyond the Mat in quite some time. And I know that there was a, a I think it was a few scenes with Grizzly Smith and Jake Jake in it. And you know, no, Jake Jake goes in. Jake you know, goes and, in, and and you know. 
it's that age-old story of the attic, and, you know, he, I, I remember Jake telling the story. And now, this is from the Pick Your Poison. I still haven't seen this, but this is the, – the, the whole backstory fascinates me. I remember him talking about his grandfather. <coughs> when Grizzly was on the road, his grandparents would raise him. His grandfather was an alcoholic, and he would take the uh, – oh, I forget the – it's something with the – and I was like, yo, this is insane. You know, There's and, no family? Yeah. Uh, you know, you go, you go – it makes – turned out like, no, and – he, uh, but you, it makes perfect sense, this whole tangled web. And I, I, you know, I, 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 I can't wait to watch it. I, I, you know, cause just anything with Jake, I, I have to see. Yeah, it. you have to see it. Um, and just to, I'm going to go back to Foley cause we can segue into this. So, you know, Mick Foley has a, a an amazing trait where he was so outgoing that his character evolved into a solo story. It's not, you know, not hidden. Paul Heyman said something about about Mick really amazing. He goes, you know, Mick has it. And sports entertainment fans, what? They want the realism. They want, they would have, um, and I had a long time later for two hours, fixated on Because you're not going to enjoy all the TV. They're gonna buy all the gimmicks, the the, the not, and then his back. But uh, but you see my point. Like it it's, you know, if watch it, don't watch it. So now, since since the beginning of the year, wrestlers have been released. Okay, twenty six wrestlers have been released. Okay, which isn't out of which isn't out of the realm of possibility. But this this year particularly is. I mean, I don't remember really anything in the in recent years as bad as this one, and especially this late. Let's go over mid year. Let me run the list real quick. Law Sullivan, yeah, Big Show, mm-hmm. Stephen Cutler, who's already shown up on Impact as somebody else, yeah, Macklin, I think he's called Andrade, the Iconics, Samoa Joe, Kalisto, Mickey James and her Cutlets, Chelsea Green. Don't don't laugh at me. I have to, I'm sorry. I was horrified. Um, that's Mrs. Adam Cole, by the way. No, Chelsea, not Chelsea. Chelsea the DMD is Chelsea, Mrs. Adam Cole. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Green's with Matt Cardoba. Uh Tucker. Bo Dallas. Wesley. She she was in a May, the May Young Classic. Um, Jessalyn Duke. That's oh, one of what ba- Shayna Baszler. Wait, Vanessa. Or Born. Uh, Born. An ex original. Uh, um, uh, uh, Jesus Christ. All right. Hold on, one more. Dream, Bronze. So, dang. As soon as this happens, the first thing everybody's like, "Oh well, put somewhere else." Jay and I put put Strowman in Japan. <laughs> we put uh. I, who, although, who, who, who do we who do we send to Impact last week? <laughs> we sent somebody to Impact though. Did yeah. we send somebody to Impact? I think we sent uh. Alice the Black. No, Alice the Black. No. Um, I forget. I sent I sent, but I but I went to Japan. I I I'm I got I got um I don't know I I think woman where he's far less money. Okay, let's about the ca- he's wrestling. That's a not McMahon. his f- a McMahon, <laughs> and it's and it's a it's a marquee match. The karma be fucking picking on um AEW guys who are part time going on, on social. Yeah, he went in on we got Evil Uno. Fucking, we got kicked off fucking social media. He went he went in on look it up because we were talking about it. It was right around the pandemic last year when this happened, and asking here that I think we talked about it on the show when the uh, <laughs> thing is up, 
And I thought that I think he's going to be everybody. Gallows and Anderson to a five-year deal making what? Fucking 100 grand, 750. You know, these guys were throwing money in to lock them in from not AKA. So Braun just fucking capitalized on that and made a million, you know, getting upwards of a million dollars, which that's great money. So oh, that, that it, it surprised me on the surface because he's cut out for that place. Um, but if, if you if you if you peel back a few layers, you go, he was making a lot of money and he's a prominent spot. Now, I, I don't think it's any to his fault. I think WWE and we're going to be talking about it next with Alistair Black, where the start and stop pushes. That's WWE is really known for that. And so to me. The Alistair Black one was really surprising. I think more surprising than than Braun. What do you think? Yes, it was surprising because, but in the last couple of uh, finances, yeah. maybe they maybe they want to put emphasis things in other personalities, other performers. Um, you you know maybe they haven't maybe they want to push more people from NXT. You don't know, like you you just don't know. It looks on paper, it looks like. They want to sell the company, yeah. and every dirt sheet now is like, "Oh, Vince is selling the company. Disney's buying them. Japan's buying them." And that merge with Japan, like I said, was nothing but talk, and I and I, it was confirmed. Over, it it yeah. was confirmed. But Alice, the black thing, really fucking takes me for a loop because here's a guy who was super good. I thought he got pushed up super fast, not because he wasn't talented enough, but. They just was creative. I don't think I think he was stuck in that in that Kevin Owens mid card uh, dilemma, where you know you have a talented guy. What are you doing with him? They had him on SmackDown. I mean, they yeah. had him on Raw. He'd come out and like he would. Then he then they turned him. They had Wait. they turned him heel in the middle of a fucking story, and it made no sense. Yeah. Why? Because Rey Mysterio accidentally jacked your eye. Yeah. And but he was so over, but and they killed him. But it was they basically killed him. Jay. You got you. Oh, they did. They absolutely did. And and this is where I'm going to disagree with Booker. I love Booker. I think, uh, but he, he was saying about he more or less said that Alistair Black didn't get over because of Alistair Black. Whereas I normally do agree with that kind of stuff, but you also got to give him the ball a little bit more often. When you you first off, they called him up far too early. They called him up like a month before WrestleMania, th- two three years ago with Ricochet. They called him up, this great entrance. They gave him. I'm not gonna say they didn't give him any time, but they 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 needed to give him a little bit more time. And then what did they do when they called him up? They teamed him with Ricochet. Alistair Black is a fucking loner. Like he's a singles guy. He's a single star. He he needed to be by himself. They they put him with Ricochet. He enjoyed it. He actually flourished a little bit, and and then at that point, it started to what do we have for him now? You're you know the twenty <laughs> you know EC three came up a, a year later. Like the, all these guys, you had two. It's it's what's plaguing AEW as well. You your your talent pool is so vast that you can't get everybody in, and and it's not. Alistair Black's fault. He every time that he was on the screen, he did what was asked of him, and he made his seconds count. That's what I said about Billy Kay. That's why I, 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 when she was gone, like you're telling me that it's it's that idea of 
Well, you're only if you're given thirty seconds, you got to make the most of the thirty seconds. Billy Kay was fucking proof. She was the definition of she made the most out of everyone at every second of her time, and she was not given a fair chance. I'm gonna put Alistair Black in that same category. Going, he was uh, these vignettes these last few weeks have been great. He was just on SmackDown. He cost Big E a, a, a chance at the title. Nan, and then all of a sudden he's fucking released. So. You know, it's not Alistair Black's fault. It, like you said, it's something. It's just, I, I, it's, it's, it might be the proverbial creative ain't got nothing for you. And maybe Vince is, maybe it's the complete opposite now. Maybe we're dealing with a fucking more merciful Vince, where we're going, we can't use you. I'm not gonna tie you here. But they look like they they took him off TV, and then they cut him. And and it was gonna, and it was the vignettes were getting good. I was getting interested again. I I think there's either the company's going in another direction. Or they're going to sell the company. And and another one that was surprising. I want to get back to the selling. Uh, let's put a pin in that really quick. Ruby Riot was another one that was very surprising to me. Because I, I, I know she, she spent the last year or so on a shelf, but she was hurt. And supposedly, well, I don't think it's supposedly. I think it's how it, she's had a torn labrum for years. Like 12 years, 13 years. And was wrestling with it. And didn't even know it was fucking torn. And then she finally got it scoped out. She goes, oh, shit, both my shoulders are blown. You know, so that's not uh, that's not any of her fault, per se. You know, it's just it's just years and the miles, you know, on the body or whatever. And so her getting let go <clears throat> was kind of surprising as well because she was never really given a good chance. Arguably one of the top workers on the main roster. Like, she, she didn't really – she I mean, she had a little stay, I think, in NXT, right? But she more or less shot right up to the main roster, which was good. So she was another one. She got a lo- she got a love from the. I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Matt Squire says gimmicks can plague you, but I see all these Hall of Famers and these Hall of Fame guys were saddled with horrible gimmicks at the beginning, and pushed through and became superstars at the end. People like Mark Henry, pe- someone like Edge who had a phony vampire gimmick and made the best <laughs> of it, and you and you know they may have wanted to leave. I always heard Vince was a guy that if you wanted to leave, he would let you go. But that wasn't so true the last few years, right? But even even if that's the case, you know, it's it's and I, and that's why I bet you that's where we are now. I bet you Vince is going. Listen, I, our days and like you said, maybe it's a different time now. You man. know, it's a different time. Buddy, Buddy Murphy's another one. So Buddy Murphy's a uh, dude. You know, his style is not WWE style. If you if you really think about it, his matches were. Fucking awesome on 205 Live with Mustafa Ali and uh, Ricochet. And, you know, his his style does not fit WWE. And so it's always going to be it's always going to be opposite ends of the magnet. But because he's not going to get the chance like he was, you know, even with the stuff with the disciple with Seth Rollins, like it gave him a shot to be on TV and he got his chance. But. He 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 tells his stories inside the ring. He's meant to be. I think Buddy Murphy is going to end up in AEW. I think if there's anybody that's sure fire fit for AEW, it's Buddy Murphy. And you know, I think he out of everybody that got released this week was would would be somebody that's going to end up there. Lana, I think is going to end up. I think she may be there. You know. You know, Lana's got a pretty good social media following as well. Because yeah, she's a smoke show girl. Yeah. She's not very talented <coughs> in the ring. 
No, but she improved vastly. I'd like to. I'd rather her naked. <laughs> but she did improve. Like, sell me her though. I. I you're gonna put. How. You're gonna put her in AEW with no. Hikaru Shida and. No, and she's just gonna be a manager. Right? right she's, she's gonna be she's, a valet. She's gonna put, she's put, put her as Miro's. Miro's manager. I'm just saying though. It's like you can't. Again, like here's the thing. Not everybody can get away with now being one, one dimensional. Yeah. Back in the day, you could be a Sonny or a Sable and not have to wrestle, okay, and generate heat. Yeah. You know, you could be a, a valet, or you could be a Sherry Martel, who was a world could cl- do both. who was a world class athlete wrestler, but was a great valet also, right? Uh, Medusa, same thing. You know, you know, but 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 Lana was definitely good as a as a heel. As a heat-seeking right. manager, but it's right away. It's like, oh, she'll go to AEW because her husband's there. I mean, it makes sense, but it, makes it, sense. it doesn't have to be. Doesn't, yeah. You but know? she don't need to be there, right? But I, you know, I don't think a lot of these guys and girls are not going to go without employment. No. Okay. So enjoy your summer, and then go back to fucking work, and and I'll see Braun Strowman, fucking jump Cody Rhodes, Labor nah, Day weekend, you know, or so. Alistair Black. Someone's going to jump Cody Rhodes out, and, and he's going to wind up beating him for the fucking TBS title. <laughs> okay. But, but um, uh, you know. I want to go, go back to the, sell re- the sale really quick. So you, so you think, I, I, and a lot of people think as well. I, I mean, all signs are pointing to that there is a shakeup happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like a shakeup where I don't know if he'll sell the entire company. He might sell a of it to... Either a, a a media corporation or an out, an outside party, but like you know, when they're bringing the USFL back, you know, and I was like, they're gonna if they give Trump a team, I probably won't root for them. But <laughs> that's just how I, it's just that and how I feel. But and anybody who wants to unfriend me, go fuck your hand. Um, but uh, it's like, you know, you bring this stuff back if you're not gonna, you know, if you're not gonna put into it. And he's pushing 75 years old. So if you're going to sell a piece of it and then let the kids run it and they're going in another direction, I see why they're letting these people go. Yeah. Okay? And it's not about no more creative has nothing for you because now you have people who write these shows who don't know wrestling. Yep. They do not know wrestling. So it's like they don't care if you're a Hall of Famer like Mark Henry. Or they don't care if you're the world legitimately was the world's strongest man. Yeah. You could just sell that. He'll be that till the day he dies. Yeah. He was the world's strongest man, period. Yeah. Right? So it's like, now guess what? He shows up in AEW as as who? The world's strongest man. So now he has that gimmick forever. He's a great he's a great fucking talker and he's awesome on, on, on satellite radio and he's a mentor to the young guys. And he and he learned the business, and he's grateful, right? Big Show, all these guys, Alice the Black, talented. These guys are going to get jobs, but if they're going in a different direction, and they want to cut dead weight, even if you were on TV, maybe they're not going to. Maybe they maybe they weren't going to push you. Yeah. Maybe they were just going to put you on TV, and, and then what? Yeah. And then what? Well, I I mean, because it's and it's two sides of the coin because we've been saying it for months now how 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 dreadful fucking Raw is. Maybe maybe they're looking to do this massive shakeup and, and, and try to do something 
So you can't sit there and cry that it's so bad, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, you know, the next breath go. Well, they're cutting all these guys. Like, how good is it going to be now? They may, they may. If you, if you're, if you're Triple H, how are you frustrated? No, and I'll tell you why. Because he has NXT. If he didn't have NXT and he was just a suit hanging out and running the show with 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 the family, he had. It, it's like, look, it's almost like. Um, it's almost like a guy with a man cave. Like, yeah. when I had my man cave, I can just go into the man cave and play with my toys. And I forget the rest of the world, you know? He's got NXT. NXT is his. Yeah, but when his, but when his toys go up to the main roster, they get fucking left behind. But that's not his fault, though. It's not. But, but, he, has, is it, but he always but, has more toys. But, but is it not frustrating? No, because he's, he's, he's Vince McMahon 35 years ago. Yeah. When Vince was cherry-picking the Mid-South yeah. for Junkyard Dog. He yeah. was picking cherry picking the AWA for for fucking for other guy for um what's his face um who do you pick the uh, for Hulk Hogan yeah okay he was cherry picking the NWA for Piper mm-hmm. and Big John Studd he was picking world class for King Kong Bundy and Kamala yeah okay and he already had Andre as an attraction yeah and he already had Hulkamania after that so it's like he picked Paul Orndorff Tito Santana all these guys from all these territories he picked them this is what Triple H is doing. He's going to evolve. Yeah. They they did a working agreement with them. He was going to Ring of Honor. He's going to, he's going to shows. Yeah. He's going to shows like we are. And he's watching. And now he has the internet and people are showing him, yo, check out this ricochet guy. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, but that's the thing, man. It's like it's a different game now. So he has his own little toy. Kevin Owens to me is a star. Yeah. He should be champion half the year, every year. Mm-hmm. He talks. He wrestles. I we've seen him wrestle in, per- in person. We've seen him wrestle. He and he was forty pounds overweight. Yeah, and he was still fucking killing still people good. in the ring. Yeah, right. Sami Zayn, same thing. Like these guys should be killing people, but they're not. You know why? Because they have, they have a vision of where they want certain people. And it's the same thing that happened in the eighties, where almost every mid every mid card guy they had could have been world champion. Bundy could have been a world champion. Uh, transitional, obviously. Yeah, you could have put the belt on Andre. You could have put the belt on Magnificent Morocco. Paul, uh, Paul Ondorf, one of my favorites of all time, could have been world champion. Any of those guys could have been world champion. Just wasn't happening because they were because of Hulkamania. And yeah. I'm not blaming Hogan. No, just how the business goes. They did this. Phil, do you ever? Did you ever? Did you ever think you would see the day when McMahon wouldn't own WWE? No, until now. Because you, I mean. They didn't cut this many people in a long time, and the talent pool hasn't been this deep in in my in my entire existence as yeah. a wrestling fan, right? But when you have this sort of thing going on, you have to wonder, like, you know, you're letting you're letting guys you're letting homegrown guys go. You let Mark Henry go. Yeah, Mark Henry was an ambassador to the company. Yeah, you I know, mean, listen, Braun Strowman but, I, I, and Braun and Braun he trained. At, he, he yeah, Braun was homegrown. Up. Yeah, he, he was homegrown. Yeah. So you're letting homegrown guys, and then and then I heard the rumor. Oh, they're just saving all this money for Brock again. They're bringing. First of all, supposedly his his uh, on on the they restored his his, his profile. Yeah. Listen, Bro- Brock Lesnar will always have a home in WWE. Absolutely. And he admitted that he only goes through Triple H to do dealings now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't even hear that. So it's like it's not Brock's fault. That they released all these people, they were gonna, they could pay him regardless. They would pay him over and above. Don't get this twisted, kids. They make money hand over foot. 
Fuck the pandemic. Fuck the ratings. They've made the most amount of money they have in this past year. Yeah, yeah, and you know why? Because they're smart. Yep. They, 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 they. It's, it's a well-produced shitty show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a well. There is no other federal. There's no other wrestling company on the planet that can produce a show like they can. Of course not. I will watch a pay per view just for the production. Yeah. The vignettes, the fucking videos, the pyro, the the ambiance, the 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 the, the audio video equipment, like it's top notch. Can you imagine if you gave half that camera crew to fucking Ring of Honor, or you gave that half the camera crew to MLW? Yeah, you know, it, it would be it would. Be, I mean, listen, if you had the storylines to back it up, then it, it's it's same thing. But you, you you're right. You're talking. You're you're comparing apples to grapes. And uh, and then but then there was a time where you think Hogan and Macho Man would never leave. Correct. Right. And they left. This is like when we were kids and we rooted for certain athletes. I don't want. I don't want to make a. Uh, I don't want to give a, a whole, um, sports comparison again, but I'm gonna have to. When we were kids, guys guys didn't leave their teams; they stayed with their teams forever mm-hmm. until free agency became a thing where they give they were giving middle relievers forty million dollars, right, in baseball, or they given they were giving third string wide receivers a million dollars a year, right. So, you know, yeah, you can't imagine people like that. But you know, in this day and age, I don't put it. That's why I don't buy. I won't buy a, a a sports jersey with a current number on it. <laughs> I buy I buy right. retro jerseys because you know what? Oh, he's, yeah. he's gonna he he's gonna probably be one of the top ten best pitchers of all time if he keeps it up. Not buying his jersey. I, do I want him to sell any people like Stephanie and Shane and if you don't to man certain players in place like Steinbrenner is is one of them still. Yeah. Like, that's what the new Mets owner did. He kept guys around. That's gonna do the right thing. Is keep people around you that's going to keep your company afloat. And as bad as WWE TV has been, there's a lot of talented fucking people behind the scenes yes. that know wrestling. And it's and and like I said, it's gonna you know Raw Raw's bad. I mean SmackDown to me right now is just it's it's the number one show. Roman Reigns, we've been saying it for years. Roman Reigns has to be a heel, and it's coming to fruition now. It's 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 what's happening. So you know it's gonna get better. My opinion, um, on the surface, it definitely looks like they're cleaning house for some reason. Um, I don't, I don't think I want it to be a sale, um, but also I wouldn't be too surprised if it was. Maybe this is his. Maybe this is his exit out. If Barnum or Bailey sold part of the circus, would it still be the greatest show on earth? You don't know. You don't. If they surround themselves with good ringmasters, yeah. If they had the best clowns, yeah, probably. You know, if the Yankees all the ma- so we don't know if if Vince and Ward Billions books about on Disney when when George Lucas sold it to st- when George Lucas sold it. Was, yeah. Okay, if they keep uh, well, one you're opening up the the pocketbook, but you're always help- the wrestling. Of yeah. course, you are because you're a fucking good fan. Yeah, and so to me, I think. I think something good's gonna come out of this. I think this is good for wrestling in and of itself. So, I'm gonna end the segment with this. I posted a video the other night, was it Wednesday or Thursday night? I forget. Was it last night? No, maybe it was Wednesday night. When the when uh, when the budget cuts happened, um, you can't be both. I mean, you you can be you can be both. But you can't be either or. You can't be a sports entertainment fan and a pro wrestling fan, and expect things to be real, and expect mm-hmm. things to make sense. You have to take the whole package, okay? 
when you watch, and I and we're fans of New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling emphasizes the the character the development. They don't go crazy with the fucking gimmicks, right? Yeah. Because the emphasis is on the characters and building these characters to superstardom, right? From a young boy to a fucking world champion. Cody Bushi, Okada, Nakamura. Yeah. Guys, you know Naito, those guys. Jay White now. Okay. So it's like, as much as Rob wants to hear that, I but, see. but um. But Jay, but these guys are, you know, it's character development. If WWE is gonna branch out globally into other wrestling f- leagues and if they're talking to other people, they obviously want to tap into what's hot with the crowd. Yeah, they still want the crowd that they don't have. The demographic has changed drastically. You're not gonna get the same crowd unless you unless you change your fucking shit up, okay? And that's how it's gonna go. NXT. Really good. They're making the world title match a fucking five way now next week. Yeah, it seems I, I I was I'm really intrigued by the whole Adam Cole. Adam Cole's amazing. Yeah. I'm selfish. I want him as world champion all the time. We all know this. Um, but it's stupid that we're doing a five way retarded. I like the tag match with the with the Mexicans and MSK, that was good. Um this whole thing with DiBiase's fun with uh with our boy. All right, listen. Guys, this is the third time Facebook has is, is cut us off. I'm going to keep trying, but if uh, you rant DM radio and listen what then. It's a shame. I, it's, I'm sorry, guys. It's not me. It's not me. It's got to be either the computer or it's Facebook. Um, no, I'll keep trying. I guarantee it. Um, but, you know, I like what they're doing. Uh, and the ladies, it, it, it's fun, you know. So, I didn't speak. I no, did. I didn't well, we did watch the pay per view. Did you watch pay per view? I did not see the pay per view. You no. didn't see the pay per view. I did not oh. see. The, I read the results. I seen what's happening. I know who won the battle royal, which way off on the battle royal. We almost called it. Well, I I said I said Jungle Boy does make sense, but right. I but really we we wanted. But we, we I mean we wanted. We didn't want Christian Cage to win it. No, but I I thought that was I thought that was what was going to logical happen. choice, right? Yeah, but I I'm not upset with Jungle Boy. No, not at all. Um, we were all happy. We were all popped. I think, I I think it's gonna be good. The match is gonna be great. Omega's not losing his belt time soon. No, no, no. Adam Page had a great match. Yes. Um, the 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 stadium thing. We if it wasn't it, it was if if it was pre-recorded like the first one. Yeah. It would have had more. It would have been better. There was some funny spots. But it wasn't as good as the first one. No, and it's gonna be it's gonna be like I said, it's the law of diminishing returns at this yeah. point. Now you're gonna keep doing it. The Young Bucks had a great match with uh, SCU. Uh, S- no, not SCU. Who they fight? Oh my God, I'm forgetting Hammer. Who they fight in pay per view? Oh, Mox and uh, Eddie Kingston. Yes, that's right. That was a good match. I enjoyed that too. Um, I like how they uh the Young Bucks did the they did <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> they yeah, shield. yeah. Uh, such dicks. So yeah, that you, you we all like we all agree too. We like them better as heels. This dude, they're far better as heels, and and it's funny because, and I think this shows you how how good of, uh, you know, I don't want I guess the word performer, is, but how truly are to the to the art of profession are, like you said, they're self made, indie darling, all this shit, whatever. But now, wait, I didn't think a heel run, would would work, with. These guys coming into AEW, especially you know EVPs and all this bullshit or whatever, but Omega's doing a great fucking job as being a heel, and the Young Bucks same thing. I love it. So I, I you know, all in all, I gotta see. I gotta finish watching it. I didn't see the whole thing, but I, but.
but and then AEW again is on tomorrow night, right? It's preempted again for tonight. Oh, is it tomorrow night or tonight? Tonight, tonight. Yeah, I don't, yeah. We have to bootleg it because I don't have a, uh, I don't have TNA. I don't have TNT. Yeah. No, I don't have Hulu Live though. Yeah. If I had Hulu Live, I would. You know, I'm not paying sixty dollars for it though. No. Not the, not for one night. Um, the NWA is back, Jay. I know, big big pay per view this weekend. When, when shadows fall this Sunday, um, I'll tell you if I'm home early enough, maybe I'll order it. If it's not more than thir- twenty five bucks, um, I'll run down the matches real quick. The End versus Mecha Wolf and Basia six 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 versus Rocket and Slice Boogie versus Sarunaro and Rudo. Uh, JTG is back. I know, that fighting Black Cena. Yeah, exactly. Fred Rossa. Yeah, I, I'm I'm ac- I'm excited his, for that. What was his name in uh, in WWE? It was Titus Darren, Young. Darren Young, right? Black Cena. Black he, he does look like Black Cena. Does look like John Cena. Okay. Ty- Tyrus with Austin Idol versus the Pope. First off, I love Tyrus with Austin Idol. I love Austin Idol. Period. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I I forgot Tyrus was on fucking NWA. Yeah, Thunder Rosa and Melina versus Kylie Ray and Taryn Terrell. Taryn Terrell coming back. Taryn Terrell. Jay. She's all the way live. Okay. She's all the way live. Here's my favorite <laughs> knockout. The NWA Tag Team Championship is being defended. It's the War Kings and with, and Chris Adonis ver- and Thomas Latimer versus... Um, uh, and yet. Not saying anything. Muscle. The National Treasure. No. Jericho had Billy Colson to it. I just... That can, he is, yeah. I like Trevor Martin. Nice little throwback, but... Sorry, pal. Sorry, pal. You lose. Good day, sir. You get nothing. I, Was that, I said good day. Anything else, partner, before we go to break? Nah, let's go to break. Hammer, anything else you want to talk about before we go to break? All right. Hammer's if it's the chat room 17 times because the... A lot of... When it... ...is the only place in the world wrestling. On Monday... Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. When it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. Check us out. Head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Horns up, beautiful motherfuckers. Metal is here on the Shining Wizards Network, and we want you to listen. Every week, we cover the world of heavy metal and speak to your favorite bands. We discuss new releases, concerts, controversies, and everything else that's related to heavy metal. And occasionally, we even talk about pro wrestling. Catch us live every Thursday night on purerockradio.net. Listen to past episodes at RadioactiveMetal.org or at ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. 
And remember, it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin and Vince, your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to vote about it? Since 2013, the Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. All right, this is Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J and that pain in the ass, <laughs> Choppy. Throwbacks, Rant EM Radio, part of Shining Wizards Network, part of Dark Satellite Media. I am sorry about the audio snafus. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Facebook is being a douche. Now the computer's acting up. I'm fucking done. Murphy's like, Murphy's Law. Anything that I'm gonna go wrong? actually, I I'm gonna break the fourth wall. I was talking about this with some friends at work and some other people who aren't really fans. But it might be. I might start a fucking GoFundMe man for the show and just get like maybe we we need we need we need a we need a brand new computer upgrade. That's what we need. Just for the show, really. Mm-hmm. We have this other computer, but it's not what we need right now. It's for other shit. But we need a, a we need a, a another Mac, like an a, a Mac, an upgrade. Like I, you know, it's 
We need a bunch of things. We need new microphones. We need just a bunch of we'll things. We need. Yeah. I, we'll I'm see, just, we'll I'm just fucking. It's been like I, you know. I, I can't keep blaming the equipment. It is what it is. But I, I don't have the money to fucking to shell out for all this new shit. Hi, Jessica. We talked about the releases about 20 minutes ago. You missed it, so you can download it and listen to it and get your opinion, get our opinions there. I don't want to go through a whole tirade again. His Facebook this week is about as smooth as when Gold Dust got electrocuted. We can name it the Tourette's. We can name this the Tourette's. Oh, we can't say that, right? Uh, can we, Jay? We can say whatever we want. I don't think we can. Uh, I'm, over uh, this, I'm, I'm over it. We'll get past it. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. This okay. too shall pass. Oh, 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 oh. Are you ready for your throwback? I'm ready for this throwback. And now, here is your throwback week. Sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. Fucking computer can suck a dick. What's our throwback? I'm just trying to get you off the, the, <laughs> the topic of the computer. April 28th and 29th of 19th from Pyongyang, North Korea. Pyongyang. Pyongyang. Pino, Pino. Pyongyang. How about just North fucking Korea, yeah. communist fucks? Yeah. Collision in Korea. We, uh... From the, from the May Day, sta- <laughs> May Day Stadium. Yeah. All right. Perfect name for, for communist... Stadium. Fucking communist. The, uh, the first day drew 150,000, and the next day is 190,000, but no one paid. Yeah. They There's were forced to be there. More or less forced to be there. I know they were, um, Scott Norton said it, uh, you know, he was talking about, look at all these people walking in, huh? you know, lanes of traffic of people just walking, and then he's like, and then the driver, like, just says, oh, they're forced to be, <laughs> they're forced to be here. It's like, oh, that changes the whole idea of what's happening. But it's still got to be some sort of a sight to see. It is a sight to see. It was the first wrestling event in North Korea. Ever, yeah. This was arranged by the great Antonio Inoki yeah. from New Japan Pro Wrestling, who actually had a working agreement with WCW at the time Yes, through Sonny Ono. And uh, Sonny Ono, who's been best friends with Eric Bischoff for 40 years because yeah. they were doing karate together in the 70s. In those fruity little outfits. We, uh... Nah, I'm, I'm joking. They were just... Um, but you would be remiss. I, I, I said it to Phil before. I'm going to try to keep this as apolitical as I can, but it's kind of Dude, don't hold back. If it's it, kind of hard, but... Right, but if, if, if it's not going to keep us up to 11 o'clock, then... Oh, yeah, yeah. Then fucking do, say what you got to say. Don't worry about we, it. We, uh... But... Anoki was going through some uh, issues at this point. He was He was part of the Japanese... Parliament. Parliament and guys within his cabinet were caught embezzling money with within with the Yakuza, I believe. I believe that's the story. Anybody Notice how they didn't call the Yakuza when when Masahiro Chono was throwing the Yakuza kick. They they weren't calling it the Yakuza kick. No, we were calling it the Yakuza. He, never mind. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to say it out loud. Yeah, we have people listening overseas now. So, but um, but so this was once again a political and and. And albeit it, something happened, but it was a political play by Ricky Doe, Japanese as it is, and Ricky Doe's angel, third guy, giant. Uh, he was in. but North Korea, being who they are, re re look up to Ricky Doe. He was when he made his name in Japan, it was in it was for the Korean people. Meanwhile, it 
that really wasn't exactly the truth. So, you know, this is where they're going with it. So when when they go to so Enoki's calls Bischoff and what I found interesting, I found the the backstory of the collision in Korea far more interesting than the actual card. <laughs> um, um so you know, I, I, I was just kind of doing my own little digging around. And, uh, you know, it was kind of fun to see how how this actually came about where Bischoff didn't even didn't even go to the higher ups. Okay. There's no way in 1995 can go like you can't do this now. Arabia. But uh, with the um, Hashimoto was there. Of course, Eugene Augusta is on the card from W who've already made mainly Scott Norton. Yeah. Crystal was out with the lawyer. Warrior. What? It was, oh, yeah. it was. They were called the. Uh, they were called the. Um, the Power Warriors. It was. It was. Yeah, but this is before. This is right before. Yeah. This is right before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kensuke. What's it? Kensuke. Kensuke Sasaki. Kensuke Sasaki. Who has the same birthday as Phil? Oh, there you go. And Dean Malenko. So he. Uh, so but, but that. So that. That's more important. That. That. that to me, that's more interesting. Than, than the actual matches, and especially the idea of Onoki, uh, he had to work an agreement with WCW, and obviously there's no shot of N- Onoki calling WWF. There's no shot of that happening. Well, you know, everybody forgets that Onoki was was a fixture in WWF. Yeah, they had a martial arts champ. WWF had a martial arts championship. Yeah. And Inoki would come to the States like twice a year and defend it in Madison Square Garden and Boston Garden and Toronto, Maple Leaf Gardens and shit. So Japan has had a lineage of of, uh, of partnerships with a lot of wrestling promotions at this point, um, including the NWA, too, at that point. You know, because yeah. the great Muda was here for a while and, you know. He, uh, but, and then, so then he calls Inoki, uh, Inoki calls Bischoff and... They're figuring it out, and you know, Hulk Hogan is in WCW. He's the number one guy. Well, he's only about a year in at this point. Yeah, he, he signed in June of '94. Yeah, if if my if my if if I'm if my math is right. So, and this is happening around that time. It's around the summer they started planning it. So, you know, and it happened. April of 95, so, you know, Bischoff is going to Hogan and just going, nah, no can do, brother, like, yeah. and, and, and I want to, and, and everything I've read was, you know, uh, Hogan didn't want a job to Inoki, listen, Hogan's a politician, I have, I, I, and, I, and I'm not the biggest Hogan fan, I really don't think that's it. Hogan has done the job in Japan plenty of times. Yeah, and, and, and to lesser guys, and too. Let's, and let's call it what it is, Inoki, didn't he beat Inoki for the... For the IWGP championship, I thought he beat I thought he beat Muda for it. No, I think he beat I I don't know that I have to look up. But uh, my computer's f- I'm not gonna touch my computer, <coughs> but I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna look. He it up. uh, but I I don't think Hogan would have had a problem putting over Inoki. I think I think it where the problem lied is North is, Korea. Is it's fucking North Korea. Now you got to remember too, it, this isn't today's day and age. The internet is is not a thing. We all don't know what's happening. We just know that North Korea is a communist country and and they, you know, Americans aren't allowed in, you know. And so, you know, f- so he, he, you know, he goes to Hogan. Bischoff goes to Hogan. Uh, Hogan turns him down and he goes to Flair next. 
you know, and Flair says, yeah, I, you know, as always, Flair's a fucking soldier. He'll go anywhere and, and do the job anywhere. And he uh, he goes, and Flair's the only signed WCW guy there. You know, Too Cold has, has con- gone, come through WCW at this point. I believe Too Cold was in ECW at this point, and he was hip, you know, hopping back and forth from ECW to New Japan at this yeah, time. Yeah, because he was at... Um, well, um, Scorpio was primarily a tag team wrestler in Japan, and his main partner was <laughs> was Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, um, yeah. So, anyway, let's get into the card because I, we could. I mean, a couple more things about about the about the uh, dark side of the ring thing. Um, yeah, there was a beef with Hawk and Two Cold Scorpio. Okay, they didn't like each other. Um, oh yeah, there yeah, was a yeah. confrontation. There was a f- there but was a it was something over Ric Flair, right? Yeah, but it but was it's, but it's, I I thought it was kind of bullshit because because it, it, there's a photo of of Too Cold next to Ric Flair right during the during the, the thing. But on the bus there was an inter- there was a, there was an altercation, and then Scorpio saw him again on the elevator and was like, "Listen, you can do this right now <laughs> and get arrested." <laughs> this is Scorpio's words. Hawk's dead, so he can't speak for himself. But Scorpio was like, listen, you don't have to hang out with me. You don't have to like me. We could squash this for the sake of... Because what, what had happened was um, they wanted to... They, they were bored, the, the crew, and they wanted to go and um, play like pool in the, in the lounge. Yeah. And they were fucking loud and obnoxious, and the ball rolled off the table, and and um, there were some like North Korean fucking soldiers there, and they were like, cut it out, you know, and they, yeah, were, all, they yeah. were all detained. And then Scott Norton had called home to his wife and was telling oh, yeah, her how yeah. fucked up North Korea was. And they tapped his phone while he was on the payphone with his wife. And they interrogated him in a room. They were going to fucking yeah. threaten they, they thre- well, you know. And that's what I mean. With, and you could draw a lot of comparisons in 95 with WCW going there. And, and, and when, when did the E start going to Saudi Arabia? 18? 17, 18? Somewhere around there? Yeah, you could draw some comparisons. The super chic shows, and um, because it's it's all about the government, you know. Basically, uh, essentially, you know, I'm gonna throw another big word like just just throwing propaganda out there to control the government, and you know, Flair's talked about, and I think it was Bischoff too was talking about how they changed, you know, they changed the 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 winner of. The uh, of World War Two, where it's like, oh, you know how North Korea, you know, all, all the like, it's just how they saved the Japanese people. Right. So Inoki was there basically for this peace festival, this two yeah. day peace festival that that North Korea basically forced their people into going to. And they got and they got the big name of Muhammad Ali, and it's just there to spread and propaganda. Right. But Ali was cool with Inoki. Fought Inoki. Yeah. Was a big wrestling fan. As it was, yeah. And he was big into WCW at the time because they brought him into. Yep. And uh, you know. Muhammad Ali is one of the greatest humans alive. Not only is he one of the greatest humans al- was alive, was alive. I'm sorry, and was the greatest performers, athletes, people alive, in my eyes anyway. Um, was an activist when he didn't have to be. Yes. And on top of that, yes. On top of that, he's synonymous with wrestling. Mm-hmm. He was he refereed the first WrestleMania. He fought Anoki in seventy six. He fought Anoki in seventy six. He boxed him. He fought Andre the Giant. Yep. Um and. You know what? He knocked out Joe Frazier. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> you know, you can't knock that hustle, right? Yeah. Um so Ali being there as 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 the as the as the fucking 
the liaison for us. I'm not mad. If if put it this way, if I'm going to a communist country, and I had to take any celebrity athlete that wasn't Michael Jordan, if he was alive still, that's who I'm taking with me. Yeah, I. I You'd be I, stupid if you didn't take him. I agree with that. Right. All right, let's get into the card because I uh, I have to use the bathroom pretty bad now, and I uh, I'm yeah. gonna hold it in because it's I'm gonna I'm gonna be a few minutes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about it. We uh, yeah, so so basically the commentary team is is Mike Tanay Bischoff, and this is clearly recorded, and they say how it's recorded after the fact. Yeah, uh, and a young Sonny Ono who is not known as Sonny Ono, he's known as Ishikawa, Mister Ishikawa. Yeah, Tokimitsu Ishikawa. <laughs> Ishikawa. No, no, no. He's Ishikawa was uh, no. That, he was a wrestler. Ishikawa. Yeah. No, Ishikawa. Sonny Ono didn't do the rest. Of, he didn't do the commentary on the pay per view for. I mean, he did the commentary on pay per view. He didn't do the commentary on, on on the two days. No, 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 no. But I meant, I uh, you know they they WCW piped him in. You know. Yeah. No, Ishikawa was a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but in, instead of using Sonny Ono, they were using that 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 name, Mister Mister Ishikawa. Yeah. So. But the first match was who we played the song, <coughs> you know, opener was Two Cold Scorpio against Wild Pegasus, a.k.a. Uh, Chris Benoit. Yeah, six minutes, 22 seconds. Um, this was classic. Classic. And if you want to watch anything Dynamite Kid related, he'll, he'll be the subject of Dark, Dark Side of the Ring, by the way, next week. Yeah. Um, watch this match. This was like a... If this was like Dynamite Kid reincarnated with a mask, absolutely, and uh, you know, but the crowd was exceptionally dead. Well, it's funny because Scott Norton's on this too, and yeah. he fought for the title the night before. Yeah, to a draw. Yes, with Hashimoto and the fucking crowd. He goes, he goes. There were twenty thousand people, and no one moved. Yeah, he goes. I was. There was. There was uh, you can hear it. I, I guess it's. I guess it's what wrestling has done to us now, where. We're used to that. I, and listen, I get it, New Japan. I'm used to watching Japan, Japanese wrestling, and, and not expecting the crowd. But there's 200 fucking thousand people here. There's got to be some some sort of a noise. Uh, well, you know, it wasn't coming from the crowd. It was it coming from the fucking the buzz with the equipment, probably. Yeah, absolutely. The, the the cameras. They had their 1940s-style cameras. Click, 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 it's click, like click, in click, Cuba click. where you run a lot of the imported cars. Yes. Everybody still drive around in 1950s yes. jalopy. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And, uh, but, you know, I th- this this was a good match. Yeah, you six know. minutes, 22 seconds. Pegasus does beat Scorpio with the diving headbutt. Yeah. As he always does. So the next match was uh, I, I I enjoyed the next match uh, immensely. Masahiro Chono and and Hiro Saido. I didn't I thought this was the the original Masa Saido, but it's I don't know. It's just it was somebody different against uh, El Samurai and Tadao Yasuda. So uh, this was you know Japanese. This was taken from night one. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, Chono beat Samurai with the. With a flying shoulder block. Yes, but he uh, he he hit him with this mafia kick that was just. I'm surprised it didn't kick the mask off his face. He uh, it was it. Th- I I enjoyed this match. Young Chono, God bless. Young Chono getting it done in Korea is awesome. So true that. So to me, th- I I thought it was uh, yeah. Good. Ali fought Monsoon too. Thank you, Shaman. I forgot about that. Yes. Actually, today is Gorilla Monsoon's birthday too. Happy birthday to Gino Monsoon. Monsoon yep. beat him actually. Yep, and took uh, an airplane spin. That's right. We uh, so but the next match, the crowd got up a little bit for for 
the the women's tag match. Well, yeah, it was Bull Nakano and Akira Hakuto. Akira Hikuto. No, very gangster. Very gangster. Clash Norton for the title. Yeah, fucking granite. God, he can work. This is this is one of the longest matches I've ever seen Norton do. And you don't watch enough of his Japanese. I, stuff. I haven't watched a lot of his Japanese stuff. He said North Korea first time ever seeing professional wrestling, essentially. Yeah, they're not to watch. They 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 got two channels that are both run. Professional wrestling is not one of them, you know. And you know, and Indians are evil, and they're gonna rape all women and eat all children. That's what they're told to withdraw, which is good. I don't know. Point. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, and the next match with Sasaki and Hiroshi Hot was a good match. Too. Match, but the but you could see, you could see like Scott's. This one he had this this what that, what that, what's that Mike the Steiner the Steiner screwdriver the screwdriver. What's another name for that move? Drill claw. The, the drill. Didn't you put? Did you, didn't you give me that move in uh, in um, in Fire Pro Wrestling? <laughs> you did. <laughs> Yes. He uh, could see Scotty Steiner playing to the crowd and almost like fucking yelling at him, like you're supposed to be cheering. Yeah, now. that it's so. It's so. It was so funny. But man, he is the fucking man. I forgot well, he, how Hase is a good wrestler. He's primarily a tag wrestler too, so yes. it was like you know, um, good match. Eleven minutes, fifty-one seconds. Really, really good match. Really, really good match. Um, I I enjoyed it. I I thought I thought this was this was was into the Ric Flair. It's funny because like they don't know what pro wrestler told about taking time myself. Like I, I'm gonna dive. I mean, how how do you look? It was a fucking car. Like, mentioned how he was a handsome young chap. Oh, he's a handsome fifty-two year old chap. This is one of those. You see, it's one of those matches again. This happened in Japan. If you end, yeah, right. And this is no exception. But before I even say that, now that I know what I know after watching Dark Side of the Ring. The, about this whole card and the whole political thing behind it, um, Inoki had to win. Oh, he had because to when I was twenty one years old watching this, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, how come, how come Ric Flair is jobbing to fifty two year old Antonio Inoki? Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying. Fla- and Flair at this point is forty four. Doesn't matter yeah, Flair yeah, like yeah. that. I see Flair as the fucking limousine riding Jeff Wallen son of a gun. You know, yeah. and he's having a hard time taking these alligators off. <laughs> so, but I didn't know the whole, I, and and of course, like I didn't know Inoki's political ass, political uh, yeah position. I didn't that he was behind this entire thing. Mm-hmm. So almost like he, it was his show basically. He booked yeah. it, you know. Uh, but and 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 to me, it's, especially when the match started off, it was a little clunky. You can see, I don't know, like it. I had. Once again, you got to put yourself. I don't know anything about pro wrestling. Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Okay, Anoki looks like us. Uh, we know who he is. He's got to be the good guy. But he had heel moments in the match, like he was kicking Flair when he was at the ropes. Like, yo, you you're being a heel during the, during it, and and then he ended up really getting the crowd into it towards the end. Like he really did fire up the crowd. The crowd got behind him. Um. Flair did his job to a T. Coward at the right times. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a color by numbers Ric Flair match, uh, essentially. And no, no, the match itself was okay. Yeah, Inoki, fifty-two years old, could still go. Yes, but again, like I'm twenty-one years old. I'm like, why, why is Inoki at this point? And jobbing? it's clunky. And it's you know, clunky. Not jobbing. And and it's clunky in the sense that they, 
you know, once again, I, 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 I would like to think that Flair's not comfortable in the situation that he's in and what have you. Like, something was off for that match. Um, th- I believe this is their only match, right? This is the only match they had. Fought, not a four, not a four. Um, I, I thought I thought it was the only match they had, and yeah. they. Uh, I know Flair ended up going back to Japan, and he wrestled. Ooh, I think he wrestled Hase, if I'm not mistaken. I think he. I think he might have wrestled Hase. Guys, I'm giving up on the Facebook. And and cut off again. I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. He. Um, but, you know. And then they they got into flare spots. He did the tumble off the top rope, you know, the end over end, off, you know, through the turnbuckle. He did the flare flop. I tell you, Anoki can throw some shit punches, and Ric Flair's punches were just on point. Like it, they, his punches looked more snug than Anoki's did. Yeah. Um, but th- it was at this point in the match when they started trading shots that they're kind of getting into it, and once again. Not really sure how smart they are to the business. You know, I don't know if they know if it's, you know, or work, if it's choreographed or what have you. But uh, the crowd ate it up a little bit. And, you know, towards the end, I tell you, Onoki hit that cartwheel fucking kick. It looked beautiful. That's just one of his signature moves. It looked great. Yeah, it's one of his signature Flair moves. Flair sold it great. And then he hit this monster knee drop off the top. Yeah. Rope. It that looks like a million bucks. No, yeah, he can still go. I just, again, you know, it was and then so you, fucking lackluster that yeah, finish. Yeah. And, and, but the Insiguri, you know, I think it should have ended on the knee drop. But the Insiguri, that's his move. You got to get your shit in. I get it. You know, I get that aspect of it. Um... You know, and Anoki had to go over. Now, once again, just nitpicking. Scott Norton won it twice. I'm sorry. Twice. And he won it um, in 2001. He, uh, oh, shit. He, um, but now going to be nitpicky, you know, it was a little lackluster. Um, the crowd ate it up. You know, Anoki won. I, I wish just for, not that it fucking matters at all, but it was a good match back and forth. Wasn't the best thing I've ever seen, especially as a main event. Lackluster is the right word, um, but as a contest, I wish Anoki would have um, given Flair a little bit more credit and like hooked his leg to really wrench it in. You know, I don't think Anoki was fucking blown up at this point. <laughs> I don't think he was hooky for fifty-two old at this point. Um, I know I sent you that video clip. Yes, of I believe once again, if I, everything on the internet is supposed to be legit, you know it's not. But I believe it was ripped from Korean TV, and it was, you know, it was absolutely edited. You know, Noki, their uh, King John Il or whatever the the ruler is, you know, over there at that time in '95. I wonder if that played into. I know Flair wasn't a part of the dark side of the ring, right? He wasn't. He wasn't a part of that. Which I like to. I know he's talked about it in his book, and uh, you know about the Korea incident. Spent a lot of time with uh, Ali, which has got to be amazing. You know, um, Ali was had Parkinson's at this point. You know, but he's it's still Muhammad fucking Ali. You know, it's a, a, at the end of the day, and you know as a whole. You know, the card was all right. The story to me is just far better. And, you know, 
it was history, but it, it what it was supposed to be, it did not translate. It did not carry over into the states. It did not. C- CNN was over there, and WCW was a part of Turner. Like it, all the cards were there. It, it, if you really think about it, you know, I, you know, I don't want to go too long, but like if you really think about it in 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 a vacuum, like this was a monumental thing to happen, and somehow or another. WCW fucked it up. <laughs> you know, like, they went over to Korea. They're the first thing that ever happened there. They, You know, Japan and U.S. are working together to have a show in North Korea. And it didn't make any noise over here at all, which is, you know, I, I forget what their pay-per-view buys. They ended up releasing it on pay-per-view like two months later, three months later, and it was something like twenty-five or thirty thousand buys, and it's and so that's a fucking flop in yeah. ninety-five, you yeah, know. I bought it, and to to me, you know, WCW ended up circling the wagons and ended up being the number one company at some point. But this should have been the impetus to that, and it was nowhere near. This was just a failed experiment at its finest. I, I think it was just like um. You know, it was Inoki and Bischoff trying to cross-promote on a bigger scale, and they thought that getting a, the big audience was going to help them. And in hindsight, it l- on paper, this happens a lot in wrestling. How many times have you looked at a card and said, wow, on paper, this card is stacked, and look at the location. I'm all about location. You put a pay-per-view on paper that looks good in Chicago, New York, fucking yeah. Boston, <clears throat> any good wrestling town, you're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Um. Sometimes the crowd would make the, the, the show, and um, this was not the case, obviously. Yeah. Because it was North Korea. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look up, when, like I said, if you watch, when you watch Dark Side of the Ring now and you see what happened and the the agony that these guys went through, just to be be over there, yeah. You know, it was like I couldn't imagine. Well, and, and it's and it's you got you got to transport yourself back in 1995. We don't have the information we have today. No, we don't, we don't have anything like that. No, so like the internet was still new, and I think if honestly, I think if if um, if North Korea could let Dennis Rodman over there and play basketball and hang out with the fucking with the leader, um. Who says they can't run a wrestling show now? You know, yeah. it would have to be on their terms. Obviously, have any any kind of entertainment. If they want to have a rock concert, a movie, a yeah. play, I mean, you could do it now because at least North Korea could be like, all right, let's see what wrestling is. Let's see what this. Con- let's see what Guns and Roses is. You yeah. know, like, like uh, you know, I think I, you you hit the nail on the head. I think there was a lot of information, and it was Inoki using that. That influence that he as he has in government, and this is where politics always prevents accountability. Yeah, because you think about po- he was losing power in his position, yet not held accountable for taking a rest a carnival, r- basically a car. Yeah. It's a carny move to go over to a communist country. Yeah, you know. And then the Ricky Dozen stuff was like, oh, I didn't even know. Well, Rick- that's I didn't even know Ricky Dozen was Korean. I, yeah. I forgot. And 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 that's what's and that's what really led me down the rabbit hole of like wait wait what like and like the idea of that the the Korean government Ricky Dozen going to Japan as a Korean wrestler 
fighting for Korean pride and all this stuff. And it's just like, that's not what happened. Like, he hid the fact that he was... Uh, yeah. He hid the fact that he was Korean. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so that idea really intrigued me. And, uh, and you know, that's that, that could be for another uh, conversation in that sense of where else does that happen and what have you and where does that go and... You know, it's it's something, and and like you said, it's something that he's doing now with Saudi Arabia, and whether you believe in it or not, and we've seen it in eighteen when they had the propaganda, they had they had to put stuff on that celebrates what Saudi Arabia is all about. Meanwhile, we know what Saudi Arabia is about; like they're not exactly the most up and up company, correct? Our country, excuse me. No, you're right. You're right. And uh, you know, so. You know, you 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 get both sides of that. So, I bet you, I would love to say that in '95, Vince had a bug in his ass that Bischoff and WCW were going over there because because Vince has to be the first to do something. Right, but Vince wasn't big enough yet. No, yeah, he wasn't. Vince didn't. Vince didn't have. Well, the think think about it. This happened in '95. When did they go to Kuwait? '96. But. Yeah, but they weren't that big yet, though. No, they weren't. But they, but Vince had to do it, and I know that they were saying that Anoki was in talks with Iraq at this time, which this would have been super controversial. Right, right, right. He was in talks with Iraq to do something there, and obviously this was just WCW using Japan as a fucking as a as a as a well, they use liaison for they, they the use Japan one as a liaison and two as a route of entry. To yeah. get in, well, of course, because North Korea was not allowing uh, Americans. I think Bischoff said something like this: uh, security guy or, or girl that was with him said, oh, "You're only like the seventh or eighth, yeah, he American." Went, at one point, he went out for a jog, yeah, without his escort, and he got fucking in trouble for that too. Yeah, and it's and it's just and it's it once again, if you look at it through that guise and through that that scope. This is it, this should have been a monumental occasion, and it f- fell like a fart in church. <laughs> well, because the peace festival, it was forced. It was propaganda. Yeah, it, it was, was propaganda. propaganda you yeah. know, at its finest. When they made them go to a memorial for the for the king or and whatever. It was like, and they president, would, and really they made is. and they were on Korean TV. Telling everybody how proud they were to be there, and they, they made him say it. And it was like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah, it's awkward. It's so awkward. Yeah, f- you know, they said, you know, Flair, Flair didn't want to go. They made him go, and yep. you know, so I mean, again, you're hundred percent right. It was propaganda. So budget cuts and propaganda is probably the name of the episode <laughs> tonight. Um, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, budget cuts and propaganda. So, um. You know, I wish they can do this again in a bigger play. I wish they can go to like a fun. I wish my wish would be, and this is like I know a lot of college stadiums have like the hundred thousand seat spots, like you know the big house in Michigan and Ohio State. I think Miami's got one. There's a couple of stadiums that have like. A, I would love to see a hundred thousand wrestling fans, yeah. almost like the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan, back in uh, in WrestleMania three. You know. I think it could be done if well, it's done. What are you talking about? Dallas had 100,000, 101,000. Did they really, though? No, of course not. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, like, like, 80, they, it was like 80. They'll tell seven. you it's 100,000. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just, you know, 
for once, and I know the crowd is so fucking different now, and, they, and the crowd has to be part of the show, and they have to steal everything, and whatever. These, these new fans are awful. But can you imagine what the sound would be like? Yeah, that's that what I'm talking be, about. That, that would be awesome. Dude, uh, you have to understand something, man. I've been to two WrestleManias, three if you count ten, but I was in the, the big screen room because I couldn't get in. Um, I was at WrestleMania, man. I felt that 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 vibe. You know what I'm saying? I was at uh, SummerSlam '97, mm-hmm. SummerSlam '88. I was at ECW in its infancy. You know, I was at all these fucking places. I could tell you the the crowd, just the energy that yeah. I. I was I couldn't sleep afterwards. I was so excited about life, and I, I don't know. I wish that would that that could resonate today. It won't, but that's another. I, we can say it for another day. But yeah, but that was fun, man. I, I was. It was it, like I said, the card was lackluster at best. Uh, and this is, but there, and also there's also matches that we didn't see on there. Yes, a lot of good matches, by the way. Yeah, which is, which is weird how how they had matches that didn't make the the pay per view cut. It was but, two days, um, yeah, they couldn't. But, um, but to me, and I, I have something saved on Reddit on my phone. It's from Sports Illustrated from a number of years ago when Rodman went back to Korea or when Rodman went to Korea or whatever. Um, somebody from Sports Illustrated um, wrote a story about when WCW went in 95. I think it was like the, tw- it was like the 20-year anniversary of it. So like I, that's going to be my reading before I go to bed before work tonight or tomorrow. Then let's get you home, brother. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. You know the social media handles. Uh, anniversary show is July 9th. ProWrestlingTees.com slash throwbacks. Be a mark. Buy a shirt. Um, we're everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You, know, you guys know all the handles. Click on the link on the page. It brings you to all of it. We're on every single social media gimmick. Every We're on every podcasting gimmick. Yeah. Everywhere. iTunes iHeart, everywhere. So That's where I listen, iTunes. We'll see you guys next uh, week. Same bad time, same bad channel as the computer fucks at me again. Have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, stay safe. And don't be a jerk off. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.